let me see if there's any ITV crew around Stephen Jelly. There, uh, there isn't, but his driver's door isn't open, which means I tend not to um, I tend not to get involved. If a driver's door is closed, it normally means that that's because they've got things that they need to do. Aidan Moffat is threading the number 16 car through, and I'll see if I can get a word with... Uh, Ricky Collard, who's just had a final few words of uh, of advice from Rob Austin, who walks away from the car. Um, uh, this is a good position to be starting in, Ricky. You must be quite excited because things have been going well in the right direction for you this weekend. Yeah, it's been a really consistent weekend. Um, two top ten finishes, and now we're lining P3. So, want to send it big style and hopefully get a get a podium. But I'm mainly focused on trying to get a race win here. Send it big style. Is that a quote from what Rob Austin just said to you? Rob Austin's got some pretty epic quotes, I must say. <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck, Ricky. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Ricky Collard down on the grid in a great starting position. Uh, Louise Goodman is just currently having a chat to Josh Cook. He's going to be certainly one to watch. And uh, Louise just finishing off the conversation with Josh. He's been on the podium twice today but uh, not on the overall podium as a, an independent winner, which is, I would imagine, uh, not the most primary thing on his mind, his points in the Independence um, Championship this year. Uh, let me see if I can maybe get a, get a word with him. His uh, door is shut. Can, can, I, can I chat? Thank you, Josh. Ah, now, this is a good starting position, isn't it? Better than the other ones I've had today. Yeah, it's been tricky. You've been on the podium, but not the podium proper, which is, uh, judging on the season so far, a disappointment, really. Yeah, we've had a really good start to the season. Um, you know, the, sh the chassis is good. We're comfortable with what we've got. Uh, we're just still making small changes. It's, it's been a tough day, um, especially coming off of the back of such successful weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the success makes it even harder to swallow, doesn't it? Absolutely, but uh, sometimes we've just got to make the best of a bad situation. And, you know, I've had two top ten so far. I need to try and score big points in this uh, race just to make sure that we uh, have had a decent haul this weekend. Thank you, Josh. Good luck. Thank you very much indeed. Good to have a chat to you. You know, I said I don't think it will rain during this race. I think I'm gradually changing my opinion um, <laughs> because it is looking a little bit more gloomy now. Let me see... If I can have a word with any more drivers down here on the grid, I think uh, guests, VIPs are being invited to uh, leave the grid. See if I might be able to get, get a word with Napa Racing's Dan Camish as they're swapping wheels around on the uh, on the focus. Can I have a quick chat, Dan? Is that okay? Thoughts on the final race? Yeah, you know, it's always a tough one. The last one, it's a little bit of a survival in this one. Um, you know, there's always that mentality for some reason that it's going in the truck, so don't worry about it. But touring cars, how the points work, you get the same points for this one as you do for the first two. So it's important to score good points. Uh, you know, I've been around fifth, sixth, seventh all day. I want to stay in the top six as best I can and finish off what's been a strong day, if not stellar. Um, you know, if I can go forward, then I'll be over the moon. Thank you, Dan. Great to chat to you. Thank you very much indeed for having a quick word with us. Let's see who else can we have a chat to. Have I spoken to Rory since he's uh, had a, a really 
good couple of results. Not since the first Park Fairmay. I wonder, are we getting close to uh, the door being shut? We are. The door is shut. So I think I've run out of uh, drivers that we can talk to down on the grid. The personnel are being cleared now. We are counting down to the five-minute board. And that's when Alan Gow in the Porsche Panamera will go on the final clearing lap. The closing lap just to make sure that everything is okay around the circuit to get the final countdown underway for what is going to be round 12 of the championship so a very busy grid also a very busy Alton Park just listening to a couple of people talking that have been around the circuit saying there are certain elements uh, around Alton Park where normally you can see the grass growing lush and green this time of year you can't see the grass this weekend so thank you so much for coming to enjoy the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship race three is always one to savour yeah, here, here. It's fantastic to see so many people here supporting uh, the BTCC and uh, Alton Park. Great, great crowd today. Let's uh, see if we can give you two great races to round out the weekend here and uh, all of your efforts for coming and, and joining us. I think we probably will. So uh, grid being cleared and definitely question mark over the weather. I mean, you, you, you'd be fairly comfortable that it's going to be mainly dry, but I don't think, uh, Matt, you'd want to put your washing out at the moment would you? you wouldn't guarantee that it wouldn't be any kind of rain during this race no we might get a sprinkle it might blow away as well it's quite windy today isn't it mm. so uh, but yeah who, who's guessed that it's not going to be heavy i don't think it's famous last words but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah we might have a sprinkle but i think that's all it will be uh, so uh, some names that could get their first win of the season here Stephen jelly Aidan moffitt and uh, ricky collard could get his first win he's going for it that's what he said to alan you know i'm mainly focusing on getting a race winner he has been on the podium before Four. It's his first full season in the championship, but Ricky stood in for his dad, Rob Collard, when he got uh, injured in an accident uh, in the BTCC a few years ago in 2018. He got onto the podium at Silverstone, so he had one podium finish, Ricky. So he's capable of doing it, that's for sure, in the Toyota. He starts uh, third. And then what about Josh Cook? So uh, fourth uh, place and having finished ninth in the previous race, he's got a lot more use of hybrid power than he had at the start of the weekend. So you wouldn't rule him out of having a go. We know um, Matt Watt, attacking driver josh can be from some of the moves he pulled off not just at brand's hatch but at thruxton he pulled off a couple of great moves didn't he well, yeah certainly did and he finds himself now in a, a quite a, a good position doesn't he in fourth place uh, on the grid so if he can uh, work his way through nicely and get a good start he might be in a, a nice position to challenge for uh, the win there as well yes anybody's this you've got dan lloyd then uh, and jake hill on the third row of the grid you wouldn't rule them out of uh, potential certainly podiums in this one dan's been quick enough to get the fastest lap in race one uh, went back a bit in um, after qualifying third in race one but uh, certainly held his own in that second group of cars in the second encounter and jake hill getting quicker and quicker as the weekend has gone on the car has come alive today and jake hill really pushed on uh, well and he's got sixth on the grid here and uh, is already one of the race winners this season he's wanted to make sure that the first three or four in the championship don't get away from him so i'm sure he's going to be on the attack here and we know the bmws are very good off the line as well which is Stephen jelly on pole position and then uh, jake hill uh, starting in six then you've also got the real world drive car of Aidan moffat on the front row of the grid two which should be good off the line the uh, infinity uh, so that'd be interesting uh, to see how they uh, they get on so you'd have thought from uh, that probably those first three rows of the grid, we're looking at a potential uh, race winner here. And for the others who've got work to do and more, or sort of rather less use of the hybrid power, like your Tom Ingrams and your Ash Suttons, it's just about trying to pick up the points now because 
what nobody ever really talks about, Matt, is how many points you pick up in a, in a weekend. It's As Dan Kamish said there on the grid, you get as many points for uh, this race as you do for all the others, even though it's a reverse grid race. And uh, it's the map points you can pick up over a weekend that's the key thing, rather than necessarily the silverware you get. And the man who's shown that, of course, quite a lot over the um, most recent round and, of course, years is uh, Ash Sutton, who does a fantastic job, doesn't he, of just accumulating the points across the course of the, uh, the races. And he's done that pretty much in every round so far this year as well. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's what he's uh, been, uh, been able to do for the last couple of seasons, really. So uh, Ash Sutton, who uh, last year became a three-time champion at the age of 27, the uh, other drivers that have made it to three championship titles have all uh, been in their mid-30s at least, or even early 40s uh, in the case of Matt Neal, before they got to uh, three championship titles. So by almost a decade, he's the youngest driver ever to win three titles. He's got a long, long way to go in his career yet. And he's already said in uh, past interviews with uh, Al that you know he, he's got an eye on becoming the most successful ever driver. And who would put it past him? The most titles ever won in the BTCC is four Two drivers have got that accolade. One is here today, Colin Turkington, and uh, the other was Andy Rouse, who won uh, four championships in, in four different uh, cars, four different teams as well, uh, back in the 70s and uh, 1980s. So uh, a five-time champion, Ash Sutton, maybe one day. Certainly not inconceivable, is he? He's got a long, long way to go in his career. But uh, let's see who is going to end up winning this uh, reverse grid race then for the uh, third race of the day, the 12th round of the championship. So far, in terms of race three victories, we have had uh, Jake Hill winning uh, race three at Donington Park. We have had at Brands Hatch, Colin Turkington winning race three. And last time out at Thruxton, it was Adam Morgan who took a race three victory. So oddly enough, it's been a BMW that has taken a race three victory in all of the races so far this season. And guess what's on pole position? A BMW. Let's see if Stephen Jelly can turn pole into his first win for three seasons. He's the one that is about to lead them away. The grid has therefore been cleared. It's going to be another 15 lap race. So 15 laps of racing. Uh, still the British F4 race to come after this as we go towards the end of the day here at Alton Park. But the green flag is waved and we now head off onto the green flag lap.
Okay, then this is how the grid shapes up for the third race of the day for the touring cars. Pole position for Stephen Jelly alongside is Adam Moffat. Row two, we've got Ricky Card and the championship leader, Josh Cook. Row three, uh, Dan Lloyd and Jake Hill. Row four, it's Dan Camish and Gordon Shedden. Row five, Rory Butcher and Colin Turkington. And then a row six, Ash Sutton and uh, Tom Ingram, who are third and second in the championship, respectively. And then on row seven, it's triple seven, Michael Crease and 19, Bobby Thompson. Row eight is uh, 40, Aaron Taylor-Smith, who got the last championship point in race two. And Adam Morgan, watch for Adam, came from the back to 16th in race number two. Uh, row nine, we've got Jason Plato, the 97-time BTCC race winner. His final season of the championship, his final drive here at Alton Park as a BTCC racer. Let's see if he can go forwards with George Gamble uh, alongside starting 18th. Row 10, it's Jade Edwards and Dexter Patterson. Row 11, Sam Osborne and Ash Hand. Row 12, Jack Butel and Ollie Jackson. Row 13, Rick Parfit Jr. and Dan Rowbottom. Watch for him coming through as well. Dan, a winner here last year in the second of the Halfords Racing with Cataclean Hondas. Then on row 14, it's Nick Hamilton and Tom Chilton and Will Powell starting in 29th place, the sole driver on the 15th row of the grid. So uh, the last few cars just making their way uh, down into Lodge Corner, keeping heat into the tyres by weaving left and right to make sure they've got enough heat in the tyres, enough heat in the brakes to make sure the car sticks when it gets into Old Hall Corner for the first time. So a bit of a wait on the front row of the grid uh, for Stephen Jelly and alongside him, Aidan Moffitt. There should be a big launch here between these two rear-wheel drive cars into Old Hall, which will get there first. Let's find out. Round 12 of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship about to roar into life. Red lights come on. They go out, and we are racing here at Alton Park. It's a decent start from Stephen Jelly. He's going to get the lead. Aidan Moffat tucks in behind him, and then Collard's going to be third. And it's three abreast for fourth place into Old Hall Corner. Dan Lloyd's got the inside contact between Jake Hill and Josh Cook, who both go out wide, but they survive, and they come down the hill to Cascades for the first time. Stephen Jelly as the race leader, Matt. Yeah, it certainly does. So it's the BMW that leads the way. It's Moffitt to second, and third place is still Ricky Collard. So nicely done from those three who lead the pack down towards Ireland for the first time. One of the four focuses get a bit uh, leery there with, I think, Jake Hill. So that would possibly be Camish and Hill with a bit of contact as they work their way down towards Ireland, and someone's gone straight on as well. Jake Hill, Jake Hill, straight on at Ireland. He's on the grass, he's going to recover, but he'll be almost stone last position. Oh, and there's more contact as well. Big into the barrier. That was uh, Dan Lloyd, and hopefully everyone avoids him, which they don't, because the BMW of Colin Turkington has made contact, and they're all speared across the track, and unfortunately, Turkington and Lloyd, and I think one of the Vauxhall Astros, are also being caught up in that one as well, but that was a big, big hit with the Armco barrier, and it is Michael Creese, the other Astra, uh, which has been involved, 777. So three cars uh, are now to the edge of the circuit as everyone else makes their way through. Yeah, safety car deployed a huge hit, that for Dan Camish, one of the Coopers has picked up the quick fit advertising hoarding as well, has taken that around. It might be Aaron Taylor-Smith, I think. There's two of them, one with lots of grass, one with an advertising hoarding, yeah. so they're both going to have to come in to have them removed. Yeah, yeah. great uh, great branding, though, from uh, Taylor-Smith for quick fit, the series <laughs> sponsor. Uh, anyway, get some bonus points for that. I, I, no, you won't get any bonus points. No. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, huge. Hopefully, Dan Lloyd is OK, because, as you say, he uh, got tipped into that... Uh, run over hilltop really unusual place isn't it for a car to come off there the contact sent him into the barrier and then matt bounced onto the track 
Others went off the road, including Michael Cruz, to avoid him. But he did get collected, didn't he? It was a fairly big hit. Was it one of the Hyundais, I think, that uh, collected in that will be uh, coming into the pits? Well, coming into the pits is Ash Sutton. So Ash Sutton got caught out in that, clearly. And yet, loads of grass in the front of the radiator. So Sutton, the reigning champion, is in. He'll stay on the lead lap. And it's just a quick swipe of the grass away from the radiator. Make sure it doesn't overheat. And he's going to rejoin. But Ash Sutton's going to be at the back of the field. Uh, I see Michael Kreese waving to the crowd. He's OK. He's out of the car, Matt. What else can you see from the Nickerbrook commentary books? Yeah, so Colin Turkington has got a lot of damage on the right front. So that's taken a big, big impact. That's the one that made contact with... Uh, uh, the, the car of Dan Lloyd and Dan Lloyd is now getting out of the car which is always a great sign so Dan Lloyd is out with the help of the uh, the medical team which are always very quickly on the scene that's always a precaution of course are there to make sure drivers are okay no injuries and what whatever uh, but yeah the driver is out which is great to see and Colin Turkington hopefully will be out very shortly as well the the team just talking to him because he would have taken a, a big whack because he was kind of unsighted wasn't he coming over hilltop uh, to see the Hyundai right in the middle of the track so the car has taken a whack and uh, Colin possibly a little bit winded as well there it's a bit of a dispute over last place here because uh, Ash Sutton came out of the pits and uh, alongside Jake Hill and Jacob said, well, no, you've got to be behind me. And he got back in front of him. And then Ash Sutton going down late side, edged in front of him. I think they were possibly gesticulating at each other as they went through Ireland Bend. But uh, as it happens, Jacob has then inched in front. But uh, Ash Sutton didn't want to give that place away, that's for sure. Well, a huge relief to hear that uh, Dan Lloyd is out of the car. He's a top, uh, top guy, is Dan, and a horrible incident, that. And uh, Colin Turkington, I think, had nowhere to go, did he? So uh, I think he's out of the car as well, isn't he? Which uh, uh, is really good news. Yeah, Colin Turkington has just stepped out of the car, so all three drivers look absolutely fine, which is uh, always the main concern with a big, big impact like that. I think uh, the saving grace for Turkington is the impact was on the right-hand side of the car. Uh, luckily for the BMW, it's a left-hand drive, so... Uh, he didn't take too much of the brunt, but as I said, probably a little bit windy just uh, yeah, to I grab his so. breath there. Yeah, I think he is, yeah. Michael Kreese uh, coming over. The doctor uh, will be there anyway, the, the medical team, to, as a precaution, check the drivers are OK. I think he's definitely winded, probably just holding his waist and his back there. And Tom Ingram comes into the pits as well now. Lots of grass being taken out from the front of Tingram's car. Goodness me, uh, it goes on forever, doesn't it, the amount of grass? And uh, very briefly, we saw... A uh, little lick of flame from the front brakes. Well, that's normal, particularly if you get a bit of grass in there as well. It does just catch light. As soon as the car is moving again, that's when the air is going through and those flames will dissipate. So, so nothing to worry about. A lot of grass, wasn't it, on that one? A huge amount, yeah. Uh, in fact, if I'd have tried to get it out, I haven't got arms long enough you to could, get in. You could use that as some of that for compost for your olive tree <laughs> yeah. I know you've got to be careful uh, okay. I, I won't ask uh, yeah, replay on the big screens of that heavy hit yeah it was Ingram right on the grass to have I mean he avoided it goodness knows how great reactions from Tingram to do that but that grass is not smooth and flat so the car was hopping and bouncing over and it you know Luckily, not, hopefully not too much damage to the underside of the Hyundai, but it's a wild ride over the grass for Tom Ingram. Uh, if you're near a big screen, you get a view from on-board camera now, and just carnage up ahead. And, oh, yeah, there was Michael Kreese with the on-board camera who'd gone onto the grass to avoid and then picked up the, the spinning car. Uh, I think this is Jade Edwards' on-board camera if you're uh, near a big screen now, which is uh, showing it from, again, behind the incident. All the brake lights come on much, much earlier than you would expect, of course, with all the carnage that's, uh, that's going on. Adam Morgan was very close to getting caught out in that as well and ended up being overtaken by Jason Plato, who came through. And 
So it was contact, the initial contact there was involving Rory Butcher and Dan Lloyd and Josh Cook was just behind it as well. And then, yeah, Colin Turkin did basically as that spinning young dive, Dan Lloyd speared back onto the track. He had absolutely no chance of, of missing him. So really unfortunate for both Dan and then uh, Colin that there was that second contact to Michael Kreese going off the road to avoid out of the race as well. Tom Ingram going off the road to avoid it uh, with a radiator filled with grass has dropped to the back of the field and Ash Sutton involved in that as well. And before that, we'd had Jake Hill going uh, straight on at the Island uh, hairpin. So some big guns further down the field in this one and some big names out. Uh, we only had four drivers that had been in the points in every single race coming into the weekend. That has now been cut down to two because one of them was Colin Turkington and the other uh, was Dan Lloyd. And they ain't going to get any points uh, from this race now. So the order is that Stephen Jelly leads. Aidan Moffat is second. Ricky Collard is third. Josh Cook is fourth. That will sound serene, doesn't it? Because that's where they all started. But then Gordon Chen fifth. Uh, Rory Butcher sixth. Dan Kamish in seventh. Ash Hand has come up into eighth place. Ash managed to weave his way through the drama because he was 22nd on the grid. So he's gone from 22nd up to 8th place, 14 places gained. You've got Aaron Taylor-Smith uh, in ninth place and uh, Aaron started 15th. 10th place is Jason Plato. So he's had a, bit of a, a really good day yesterday. He's very strong up until qualifying. Was it he's Aaron quick. With, the, with, with the advertising hoarding? And yeah. is he still there? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Right, I think okay. he's come off now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, which is lucky. Because I was going to say, he's not yeah. been in. No, he's not <laughs> been in. He's lucky because he, he, he's in a good position now, he isn't is, he? yeah, totally. Uh, Jason Plato up to 10th place and his last drive at Alton Park as a touring car driver. Uh, 11th place, Adam Morgan. He got through it just, but he was delayed and... Uh, then Jason came past him, but of course he got past all the cars that were off in the in the drama. Uh, so uh, Jason 10th, Adam 11th, 12th place is Adam's teammate George Gamble. Uh, 13th place is Jade Edwards looking for a third BTCC points finish. Jade, uh, cheer her on if you're a Jade Edwards fan because she's come from 19th. She survived all of that and she's in 13th place now. Uh, just going to mention as well, Morgan's got quite a bit of grass in his front grill as well. So oh, I'm quite surprised he hasn't been into the pits, but he's in a good position. But that could overheat as we carry on. Yeah, it's a bit of a worry, isn't it? But, uh, you know, what do you do? You're in a pretty good position now. Uh, do you come in uh, if you're already in the points? Uh, or yes, do you? I, would, I, I would definitely come in. You would. Yep. It's going to definitely overheat, isn't yep. it? Whether he's aware of it, but the team will spot it, won't they, and radio in if, uh, oh, yes. if, they, uh, if they spot it. You won't want to do it, though, that's for sure. No, and, and, and you can understand fully why, but um, it's, it's better than overheating the car. Uh, yeah, exactly right. The airflow interrupted. Um, Ollie Jackson is 14th. Now, 15th place. Dexter Patterson, if he stays 15th, he'll be a points finisher in the BTC for the first time in only his fourth weekend as a touring car racer. So Dexter in 15th place has got through all the uh, the carnage as well. 16th place, we've got Sam Osborne, who's already been in the points this weekend. Tom Chilton uh, is 17th. Jack Butel is 18th. Rick Parfit is 19th. Dan Robottom from the back to 20th so far. Nick Hamilton, 21st. Will Powell, 22nd. Jake Hill, one to watch in 23rd. Ash Sutton, another one to watch in 24th. Bobby Thompson's 25th. He had to come into the pits as well. And Tom Ingram, definitely one to watch in 26th position. The safety car is coming in on this lap. The race will be extended uh, up to 18 laps because of the laps lost behind the safety car. Uh, and Stephen Jelly gets the signal now. The Porsche 
Uh, safety Cart begins to sprint away at Druids, and then Stephen Jelly comes into Druids, weaving left, weaving right in the Team BMW 3 Series, getting ready to go for the restart with Aidan Moffitt and Ricky Collard uh, behind him. Stephen looking for his first win in three years. Aidan looking for his first win since last year. Ricky looking for his first win full stop. And Josh Cook in fourth place looking for his first win uh, since two weeks ago uh, because he's already won four times this year. Right, safety cars in. The green flags are waved and we go back up to full speed then. Stephen Jelly a long way clear as he goes into Old Hall corner. Moffat in second. Uh, Collard third. Cook in fourth place. Shedden in fifth. No change there. Up at the sharp end. Everybody behaving themselves so far through Old Hall corner and down the avenue near the go for the first time. Yeah, let's try and get through a lap then unscathed because Stephen Jelly will probably be unawares of what happened on that first lap behind him. So he carries on as the leader with uh, Moffitt still second. Collard still there in third position, but none of them really close enough to make a move by the looks of it as they work their way down in towards uh, Island Bend for the first time in this uh, restart after the safety car, but uh, up the hill they'll come once more. And, and uh, big news, Matt, uh, because Ricky Collard has got a five-second penalty for a full start there in third place at the moment. Oh, so that's really going to hurt him, unfortunately. So third place for now, but uh, all those around will uh, advantage up the order once that five second is applied. But Cook sits behind at the minute in fourth, Shedden for fifth, and uh, Collard's teammate Butcher is there in sixth position, who's uh, struggled a little bit today with trying to hold on to some positions, but uh, at the minute he's inside the top ten. Sam Osborne and Tom Chilton came together coming out of Ireland. So on the rise up hilltop, they're both one on the grass. There's not much room between the track and the barriers and Sam Osborne ending up in the barriers, I'm afraid. So he's out of the race as well. Bobby Thompson is out of the race also, I'm afraid. Uh, ill this weekend and uh, not a good weekend, I'm afraid, for Bobby. He's been sterling so far in 2022. So they're dropping out as the end of the first lap of the restart. See Stephen Jelly a long way clear of Aidan Moffitt. But Ricky Collard is third on the road, but he's got his five seconds to add to his time now. So in third place, really, is the driver fourth on the road, which is Josh Cook, the championship leader. At the moment, he's going to extend his championship advantage because his two nearest rivals, Ingram and Sutton, are back of the field, aren't they, after that incident earlier on? Yeah, but if Collard can get through and pass Moffitt and then kind of uh, keep him behind and pull away, he might be able to salvage something from this race because he's very uh, attacking the back of uh, Moffitt at the minute down towards Ireland. One of the Coopers has gone wide at Cascades, unfortunately, so that is uh, going to rejoin towards the rear of the order. But uh, yeah, over hilltop they come. Stephen Jelly now starting to build this advantage in the, the leader of the race over uh, Aidan Moffitt in second. Collard still there in third and all of them now starting to queue up behind with uh, Cook looking eager to get past. You've got uh, Shedden in the mix as well and Butcher is there. Kamish now joins the action and Ash Hand is not too far adrift as well. So all of them head their way through the right-hander of Nick Brook and there's a good battle for, uh, towards the rear of the uh, pack with uh, Sutton now trying to carve his way through as he tries to draw alongside uh, Rick Parfit up towards Clayhill. Yeah, Jake Hill already got past Rick Parfit and Sutton's about to do the same, I think. Stephen Jelly uh, leading the way then. Second is Aidan Moffat. Ricky Carlard will have got the message from the team over the radio that he got his five-second penalty. Uh, so uh, what he's got to do, as you say, is get ahead of Aidan Moffat and just get his head down, pull away from the pack, and then perhaps even then, with five seconds on top of his uh, time, if he can get far enough away from those behind, he'll still 
be able to get a podium, but at the moment, he's going to lose several places with this five seconds added on. He's currently in third place. He's got Josh Cook, 0.1 seconds behind him. Gordon Shedden, three-tenths of a second behind him. And then Butcher and Camish right behind as well. Back down towards you, Matt. Yeah, and Collard looks a little bit quicker in the, the kind of first half of the lap, but then he uh, drops off towards the closing part of the, uh, the lap, unfortunately. So he's uh, ebb and flow at the minute, although he's still under a lot of pressure from behind because Cook uh, is closing up and also the, the car behind that as well gets even closer, which is Shedden. Butcher thinks about an outside move on Gordon Shedden, which isn't really going to work, unfortunately. So uh, back in line they go over hill top once more and down towards Hizzy Chicane, but uh, they're all behaving themselves very nicely at this stage within the race as the uh, train of what's going to be six cars now work its way through the chicane up towards uh, Nickelbrook they go, but uh, Aidan Moffat done a grand job of holding on here. He's got that pressure from uh, the rear, but he hasn't uh, faltered just yet. Also doing a grand job is Dan Robottom, who's got into the points now uh, from the back of the field. So the number 32 Honda Civic into 15th place. He got past Dexter Patterson on that lap, so the teenager out of the points now. Next target for Dan Robottom is Jade Edwards, who's still in the points in 14th place. Uh, she's carrying the onboard camera if you're near a big screen. Up ahead of her is Ollie Jackson, who went a bit wide coming out of uh, Druids and onto the curbs. And oh, we've got some uh, racing here with Jason Plato and Aaron Taylor Smith side by side. Bit of contact coming out through Lodge over Deer Leap and they're going to be side by side as they come over the line and trying to go around the outside of both of them is Adam Morgan in the BMW who's got ahead of Plato I don't think he'll quite get ahead of Aaron Taylor Smith so the Cooper stays through but the BMW now makes contact with him coming out of the corner goes on the grass Taylor Smith won't give the position up though and the number 40 Cooper stays ahead but Morgan is through on Plato yeah we always knew being on the outside line through Old Hall you're going to get, get pushed wide aren't you so uh, Morgan did his best to hold on to it and not lose the back end of the car so so, uh, Morgan survives and moves up a place on this lap as well. But meantime, the leaders over Hilltop once more and uh, Jelly continues to extend his lead over the rest of the pack. So he's looking good in the BMW. Moffitt is still there in second with the long trainer cars now getting even longer because Ash Hand is almost with them in car number 97. So the sole remaining Volkswagen Astra within this race now almost to the back of Dan Kamish. Uh, next train being led by Aaron Taylor-Smith with that move. Adam Morgan up the order and already has stretched his legs over that of Jason Plato. Out wide goes Jade Edwards and it's going to be three wide up the hill. Jake Hill tries to squeeze his way through. Uh, Dexter Patterson was the one he made contact with and Jake Hill finally does get alongside Jade Edwards and through. And Sutton's going to follow through as well, I think, up the inside into, and on the grass for Sutton on the way into Druids. Two wheels, but he gets through. Uh, and it's set to Patterson, as you say, they got to the head of that group, isn't it? So the 17-year-old uh, really getting his elbows out here. And he's got Jake Hill coming back at him now in the BMW as they make their way into Lodge Corner. So at the tail end Ash, of the points, great Ash battle. Sutton, Ash Sutton has picked up a lot of grass he in has. the front already. Yeah, he went wide again, didn't he? Coming out up Clay Hill and uh, on the inside, he tried to get on the way into Druids as Jake Hill throws it down the inside of Dexter Patterson and gets through on the way into Old Hall Corner. Goes a bit wide on the exit, but he's got the job done. So that puts Jake Hill into the points, into 15th place. Oh, one of the BMW Sicily Motorsport is off the road as well. That would be George Gamble. So he's run wide at Cascades uh, Corner. So that's another place gain for Jake Hill in the process of getting himself into the points. And unfortunately, George Gamble's not going to go any further. Looks like his race has come to a close but uh, for Jake Hill now it means once more he's got some clear track ahead of him and he's got uh, a chance to try and close get down that gap uh, up the road as we've got more side-by-side -side action because uh, Gamble's teammate Morgan has now gone through on Aaron Taylor-Smith he runs a little bit wide through Hizzy Chicane but a lovely move from Morgan so he's making good progress and just like Jake Hill he now has clear track ahead of him as well. 
Yeah, Gamble's going no further with uh, damage and a puncture at the uh, front of the car. Uh, now, Ricky Collard managed to gain a place without overtaking on that lap because the five seconds added on to his time uh, did put him down behind Aaron Taylor-Smith in ninth place, but he had five seconds to his time now and he's just ahead of Taylor-Smith. So I reckon eighth place as it stands for Ricky Collard. So they pull further and further away from the second group of cars. That will give him uh, more positions, but it ain't going to be a podium, I don't think, because Josh Cook is right behind him and will inherit that third place. Jelly leads, Moffat second, Collard third on the road, but with five-second penalty. So Cook essentially is third, Shedden is fourth, Butcher is fifth, and Camish is in sixth place. They now come through double wave yellows at Cascades because of uh, George Gamble's car. So uh, no overtaking down here on this occasion, although no one was really looking to make a move. So we're all kind of once again lying astern. There goes Jake Hill uh, through the left-hander of Cascades. And he's not too far away now from the uh, Ford Focus up the road. So uh, gradually he is making a little bit of progress on those cars up ahead of him. But uh, still, yeah, about seven laps to go. So he's going to have a little bit of time to try and make some more moves before we see the end of this race. But uh, Stephen Jelly having a good one at the minute. He finds himself out front. He's got Aidan Moffat still behind, but that gap is uh, a second to a second and a half as they turn away through Nicker Brook. The top eight go through. Up play here once more. And Adam Morgan now very intent in making some more progress. Lights the blaze on that car gods with uh, Sicily Motorsport as he heads up the hill. But uh, again, it's going to be a few laps before he finds his next challenger up the road fun watching Ash Sutton and Tom Ingram come through isn't it they are now 16th and 17th but Dexter Patterson keeping them at base fighting hard in the laser tools infinity uh, the blue and white number 17 car to try and get his first championship point but uh, what a battle he's got he's got Ash Sutton and Tom Ingram behind him that is not going to be easy he's got a track limits warning for Ricky Collard now so he's got to be careful not to pick up another penalty here uh, so Collard third on the road but with a one penalty of five seconds and now warning for track limits Josh Cook probably knows uh, about this penalty as well from the team so he's not doing uh, he's doing anything radical to try and get ahead of Ricky Collard because he doesn't need to does he and then we've got this rear-facing camera from Rory Butcher's Toyota looking back at uh, Dan Camish they're sixth and seventh on the road but in reality they are uh, fifth and sixth so five seconds added on to Ricky Collard's time now uh, puts him yeah behind Ash Hand still so eighth place as it stands yeah I think Josh Cook would want to get past Ricky Collard anyway wouldn't he just to try and have a, a little bit of an attack at uh, Aidan Moffitt of course second place would give him even more points which uh, of course would make him a little bit closer to those who are not doing so well the likes of Ingram and Sutton a little bit further down the field so Cook can get through he'll try but at the minute he's still got the car behind to worry about because Shedden, uh, Butcher and Kamish are all still there right with him so he can't rest on his laurels just yet. Uh, Hill was getting his elbows out once again, he's all over the back now of Jackson, he's been caught by Dexter Patterson once more so we've got a nice train starting to build uh, towards the uh, run of the top 15 but uh, Jake Hill again trying his best to get past the Ford Focus up ahead of him. Yeah, Hill up to 14th, Patterson is still in the points in 15th, then Sutton 16th, Ingram 17th, and one that's dropped behind them in the last lap or so is Jade Edwards down to 18th place, so out of the points I'm afraid uh, for Jade in the Rich Energy BTC Racing Honda as the race leader Stephen Jelly goes into Old Hall, no change inside uh, the top six cars, uh, but Jake Hill really pressing on as he tries to find a way past Ollie Jackson's Ford Focus and the inside line is going to be covered, but not for long enough, launching at the last 
last possible second down the inside is the BMW. He got halfway alongside, but Ollie Jackson always had the line. So Jackson keeping him at bay for now, but Jekyll is rapid, and it's surely only a matter of uh, when rather than if he's going to get past Jackson. Yeah, he's got some pace in that BMW at the minute, but he just can't squeeze his way past uh, the Ford Focus, unfortunately. This is, of course, now back in Dexter Patterson into the clutches of uh, those two quick hot shots behind uh, Ash Sutton and Tom Ingram. So uh, they're all trying to uh, get themselves past, but uh, a very defensive line still being taken by that Ford Focus as it comes over uh, Hilltop once more down towards the breaking zone of the Hizzy Chicane. And all of them now very bright with that light. So as it gets a little bit darker, uh, lights on for all of those behind but uh, the Ford Focus at the minute of Holly Jackson is keeping them at bay. So good, good drive here as Jake here once again will try and get a nice run up the hill. Maybe we'll use a bit of his hybrid at the same time. But uh, as we know, Alton Park, uh, very, very hard to pass here with the, uh, the narrow track. Seriously impressed with Dexter Patterson. He's holding his own against Jake Hill, Ash Sutton and Tom Ingram in this race. Uh, really good stuff. It's his fourth weekend of any kind of touring car racing. So a terrific job from a driver that's only had a few seasons in single seaters. And there he is right on the tail of uh, Hill. Hill who still cannot find a way past uh, that uh, red and black number 48 Ford Focus of Ollie Jackson who's another uh, previous race winner of the BTCC he draws alongside now though hybrid deployed for both of them the power kicks in the inside line still belongs to the Ford Focus Jackson uh, though goes a bit wide into the corner and Jake Hill now draws alongside him but on the outside line when they get to the foot of the avenue won't he? Yeah he briefly pries the door open but with that Dexter Patterson <laughs> goes to the inside line so he's now going to give uh, Jake Hill a little bit of a run for his money all of them are on hybrid by the looks of as the blue light illuminates on the side of the car uh, this could get very interesting down towards Island Bend but Patterson on the outside of Jackson Hill to the inside they are too wide up the hill and it might be the Infinity that comes out ahead because he's still alongside Ollie Jackson as they appear over hill top and Jake Hill might be the one to lose out let's have a look as they hit the brakes down towards Hizzy Chicane it's Patterson behind Jackson Hill to the outside so he gets his place back he's on the grass and Sutton now gets into the mix and so does Jade Edwards round the outside of Tom Ingram as they run side by side up the hill uh, after all of that I think the only one who might have lost out is possibly Tom Ingram uh, see, he's got ahead, uh, still ahead of Edwards. That's absolutely brilliant from Dexter Patterson. Once he committed to the outside line through Cascades, he had to commit to the outside line at Ireland. He could never cut back in. He'd lose three or four places. He's on the edge of the circuit. There's less grip. He's got more distance to cover. He's at risk more, but he just kept his foot in all the way through his as well. So managing to hold the line and get his elbows out and keep Jake Hill behind him. It was really good stuff from Dexter Patterson. So a uh, great battle here uh, for these uh, final few points. And they can all add up at the end of the season we've seen championships won by one or two points in the past so uh, you never know do you track limits warning for ash hand as well Stephen jelly is the race leader by 1.4 seconds adam moffat in second we've got rick parfit jr has pulled off the circuit uh, on the way out of old hall corner as well from the previous lap uh, ricky collard is third on the road in the number 21 toyota gazoo racing uh, corolla but has his five second penalty for the uh, jump start josh cook then in fourth place he's actually in third position gordon shedden uh, is fifth on the road but will become fourth and then Rory Butcher, his brother-in-law, is sixth on the road but will become fifth. So five seconds added on to Ricky Collard's time now puts him uh, behind Adam Morgan. So Adam Morgan up to eighth place now from 16th on the grid. Yeah, just made his way past uh, Ash Hand on that lap. So Morgan making uh, good progress once again.
Uh, Jackson, by the way, is the man who's causing all of this great battling behind, isn't he? Because he, he still cannot be passed by any of those seven cars behind him. But uh, the gaps close once more as uh, Dexter Patterson gets a bit of a, uh, a rear-end slide out of uh, Nickerbrook. But uh, I think there's still more to come with this battle just behind Ollie Jackson at the minute. Uh, yeah, so uh, really, uh, really strong drive again from Adam Morgan. He's had a, I mean, unlucky in that first race. He was brilliant to come from the back to the middle of the field in race two. And he's made great progress in this race as well. So Adam driving his socks off here at Alton Park. Uh, so uh, Jelly, the race leader still. We've got three laps to go. I've seen the Laser Tools team boss, Bob Moffat, <laughs> strolling up and down the pit lane, looking a bit anxious. Uh, his son, Adam Moffat, in second place and tried to get his first points in 14th place. His young uh, upstart, this great young young uh, driver Dexter Patterson still battling away with these much more experienced drivers yeah and Moffitt for him this would be by far his best performance of the season of course he, he got his best in race number two with an 11th but for second place this is looking really really strong for the uh, Infinities at the minute as uh, Dexter Patterson still defends by the looks of it down towards the island hairpin because Jake Hill is back with him uh, Jackson has got them all back with him as well so here comes that uh, long line over hilltop and we'll see how it emerges on this occasion as Jake Hill I think on this occasion has got enough of a drive up the hill and down the other side to get past Dexter Patterson so Hill now gets himself into those points and what can he do about the back of the forward focus of Ollie Jackson we'll find out very shortly but don't put it past Dexter Patterson uh, trying to fight back on Jake Hill no, that's true. Uh, so Jake Hill then, uh, good tidy move. That puts him up to 14th. Dexter's still in the points, just in 15th place. Uh, but he's got, you know, a three-time champion behind him in Ash Sutton, a former independence champion in Tom Ingram, just behind him as well. So it's going to be a stressful last two laps for uh, him and for Bob Moffitt, who already looks a bit stressed down in the pit lane. So uh, they go through two laps to go. Then Stephen Jelly looking serene at the head of the field. 1.8 seconds clear of Aidan Moffitt. Aidan is 1.1 seconds clear of Collard, but Collard's got this five-second penalty uh, so Cook has got to keep Shedden behind him to make sure he gets the final step on the podium. Yeah and that's uh, looking increasingly unlikely at the minute because Shedden's got a good run on towards uh, Lakeside Straight so we'll see if he can do anything about Josh Cook and Morgan's very close now to the back of Camish so that could be the next battle and uh, place change within this race so down towards Ireland they go and Morgan has had some really good speed towards the end of this race so absolutely flying now he gets a great run up the hill over hilltop he goes to the outside of Dan Camish in the forward focus and can he get the job done before they hit the brakes in towards the uh, chicane. Oh, there's contact between the two of them on the rear end and Kamish was trying to defend there as he got back to the racing line. Uh, Morgan is still hassling as he works his way down through the right-hander of Nickerbrook. There's a contact one, two, three times. They now head up Clay Hill, but Morgan and Kamish continue to fight and surely Morgan can get through if he can find that smallest of gaps. And the seventh and eighth on the road, but this is really the battle for sixth place because of this time penalty for the third place car of uh, Ricky Collard. So, tremendous drive from Adam Morgan. He's been absolute dynamite in this uh, second and third races uh, from 16th on the grid. He's possibly going to be sixth at the end of this race. But Dan Kamish might just have something to say about that. Keeps the inside line on the run through Lodge Corner. Stephen Jelly goes on to the final lap of the race then. Aidan Moffat in second place. Gordon Chen is a bit closer to Josh Cook this time in what will be the battle for the final spot of the podium. And then you've got Adam Morgan harassing Dan Kamish through Old Hall Corner. But Dan's still just ahead for now. Yeah, down they come then in towards the avenue for the final time. Which way do you go? Kamish will stick to the middle of the road, so it makes it even trickier for Morgan to get through. But it's all about the exit of the corner, which, again, Morgan has been demon on as he works his way to the outside line, down towards the island hairpin for the final time. Can Morgan squeeze his way through? He's on the outside line. He needs to get a good run over Hilltop to have a chance of getting past Kamish. He's then going to try and flick to the inside as they go out of Ireland. They're still side by side as they come back into our sight 
and can Morgan now get the job done as Kamish goes right to the inside in towards the Hizzy chicane uh, for now he's keeping him at bay so Morgan's still behind but they've got just a few more corners to go as they turn their way through the right hander of Nickerbrook but uh, Stephen Jelly looking good for a win about 20 personnel from West Surrey Racing have just run across the pit lane onto the pit wall because they are getting ready to cheer their man home it's bittersweet this because Colin Turkington out of the race Jake Hill has had a proper battle today but they are going to get a race win it's going to come uh, for Stephen Jelly he goes through Lodge Corner for the final time he's looking for his fourth win in his career the chequered flag awaits and Stephen Jelly takes the win here at Alton Park he wins race three Aidan Moffat gets his first podium of the year in second place Ricky Collard crosses the line third but the time penalty would drop him off the podium so it's Cook that comes home third Shedden in fourth Butcher in fifth Camish in sixth Collard drops to seventh Morgan in eighth place Hand in ninth and what about this final championship point who's it going to go to we're waiting for Hill to come through there is Hill there is Ollie Jackson and there is Dexter Patterson 15th place and his first championship point so a great race that for Laser Tours the reigning team's champions remember they took Ash Sutton to the driver's title last year and they've got their best results of the season. The second place for Aidan Moffat and first points in only his fourth weekend for Dexter Patterson who kept behind him uh, the, old, uh, the old driver from their team last year, Ash Sutton, who was 16th and out of the points and Tom Ingram in 17th place after his two wins earlier on. So uh, it keeps the record going of a BMW winning race three in every single event so far this season. And this time it's Stephen Jelly with his first win uh, for three years. Had, a, uh, had to dig in this weekend, had to dig deep to make his way through uh, in, the, in the races after not qualifying where he would have liked but he really got himself into that position he crucially got himself into the top 12 got the reverse grid pole position and he never looked back so congratulations to Stephen Jelly and also to say that Aidan Moffat second place but that's an independence race victory as well uh, for Aidan for Laser Tools Racing with Josh Cook for the first time today not an independence race winner but for the first time today, more importantly, I think for Josh, as Alan was saying, he's got the big points for the championship and his first podium uh, of the weekend in third place. So, I, th I think the Napa yeah. Racing team are slightly concerned that Ash's car is going to be pretty warm when it comes in. Mm. And because as yes. they were walking past, I just overheard one of them say, can we find a place with a fire extinguisher? <laughs> um, so it did have that grass, that second mm. helping of grass, didn't From it? So, pretty early on in the restart, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that? yeah. Uh, yeah, but he made it home, uh, but fortunately not with any points. So uh, Josh Cook, uh, who was only on level points with Tom Ingram going into that race, uh, will uh, pick up 15 points for coming home in third place, whereas Tom Ingram picks up zero points. And Ash Sutton, who was only two points behind the pair of them, will pick up zero points uh, as well. Uh, so Stephen Jelly wins. Aidan Moffat second. Josh Cook third. Gordon Shedden fourth. Rory Butcher in fifth place. Rory's had a pretty good day, hasn't he? So to Toyota Gazoo uh, racing and sixth place for Dan Camish. And there you see the points provisionally. Josh Cook still the championship leader. 169 points. Tom Ingram second on 154 still. Ash Sutton still on 151. Turkington obviously didn't score either on 140. So Jake Hill has closed the gap a little bit to the three drivers ahead of him on 119 points. He's there in fifth place in the championship still. Uh, as for the rest of the finishers, seventh place, Ricky Collard after that uh, penalty. Uh, eighth place for Adam Morgan from 16th on the grid. He's done really well, hasn't he, in races two and three. Ashhand uh, with another top 10 finish to add to the 
top tens he got in all three races at Thruxton. Uh, the Vauxhall, uh, 10th place, Aaron Taylor-Smith, his best results of the season. Jason Plato in 11th place into the points. And then Dan Rowbottom from the back of the field into the points in 12th. Jake Hill, a battling performance to 13th. Remember, he was pretty much stone last after he went off at Ireland early on in the race. So gets a couple of points out of the, the uh, results. And then uh, also in the points in 14th place, Ollie Jackson. And a championship point for Dexter Patterson in 15th. 16th Sutton, 17th Ingram, 18th Edwards, 19th Butel, 20th Chilton, 21st Powell. That's his best result so far this season as well. And then 22nd Hamilton, uh, likewise. And then non-finishes for Parfit, Gamble, Osborne, Thompson, Lloyd, Turkington and Crease.